This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 341. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 341. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Mamas, before we dive in, I'm going to tell you the straight up truth about something really important. You deserve to embrace and appreciate all the parts of yourself and your story, not just the pretty parts. You deserve to reframe and reset your mindset around the struggles in your life, not settle for the constant self-doubt and negative self-talk. You deserve to get curious about who you are and where you want to go in life, no longer just staying the course to things that are no longer lighting you up. You deserve to grow and expand and become a more positive, powerful, purposeful version of yourself, not shrink in frustration and worry that you'll never get the things that you dream and desire and deserve. Not only do you deserve all of this, but you are truly capable of all of this. If you are struggling with your identity, who you are, what you've come from, where you want to go, you are not alone. This is extremely common for women and especially for moms. We find ourselves in these uncomfortable and sometimes overwhelming and very exhausting mental spaces. It's also really common for us to stay stuck in these places for long periods of times because we're really busy prioritizing our family's needs and dreams way over our own. So I'm inviting you to put yourself at the top of your to-do list, even if it's just for a few minutes a day. And if that's something that you've struggled with in the past or you're really struggling with right now, I want you to come to my Bubbles and Blueprints virtual workshop. This will give you a two-hour opportunity 
to really sit and process where you are, where you want to go. What are your dreams? What are your desires? And how can you really start to wrap your mind around the fact, the very true fact that you totally deserve every single dream and desire that currently lives in your head in that little place where you're like, I don't know, maybe later, maybe in a few years. So my Bubbles and Blueprints workshop is on June 8th or June 13th. So we have two options. It's virtual. It's all on Zoom video conferencing. And I want you to sign up to join me now. We're going to talk about how to stop staying stuck. We're going to talk about the impact of your identity, where you've come from, where you want to go, and how to really work through some mindset resets in order to create those next right steps in your life so that you feel ready, confident, excited, exhilarated, and completely fired up to take some action in your life. So I want you to go check out all the details for Bubbles and Blueprints over at shamelessmom.com forward slash blueprints. That's shamelessmom.com forward slash blueprints. Enrollment is open until this Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So make sure you grab your spot, get yourself ready for some life-changing, super fun action and some connection with some awesome other shameless moms over at Bubbles and Blueprints. That's shamelessmom.com forward slash blueprints. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. So happy to be here with you today. Another Monday, kicking off a fresh new week. And I am excited about what we're going to dive into today because I'm going to tell you around this content, just like as a teaser, this is something I used to not believe in at all. And I've totally shifted my perspective on affirmations in the last year. So I'm excited to dive into that with you. Before that though, so I'm appreciating the transformation that I've had mentally around affirmations. And I want to talk about another transformation that happened for our Shameless Mom of the Week. So remember, Shameless Moms of the Week come from reviews that you leave in Apple Podcasts or on iTunes and where you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review and let me know how the show has impacted you. From there, I read through all the reviews every week. I pick one and nominate one of you as Shameless Mom of the Week. So this week is Shameless Mom Guild Lover is her screen name. And she says, I've been listening to Sarah's podcast for a year and a half since I became a new mother. I've listened to every single episode and I feel like somehow Sarah has become a friend to me that is always there to give me a quick pep talk when I need one. I stayed at home with my baby for the first nine months and I listened to the podcast while I was breastfeeding, changing diapers, desperately trying to figure out what my new identity was as a new mom. Her words and her voice were a comfort to me then. And now I've transitioned back into work outside the home and Sarah has come with me and I listened to her at my desk. And even beyond the podcast, Sarah's email newsletters somehow hit the nail on the head and seemed to tell me exactly what I need to hear. Her messages are so inspiring and have truly helped me become a more courageous and shameless mother. Thanks, Sarah. So Guild Lover, thank you for that. I love that. I love this transformation that you shared here, how the show has carried you through different phases of motherhood. That's a huge goal of mine, and I love to see how it's working for you. One of the things that when I first started the show, I was trying to figure out, like, do I want to talk to moms that have little tiny babies or older kids? And then I thought, what if I just talk to moms who are working on making their lives as positive, powerful, purposeful as possible at whatever phase they're in right now? And when that became more clear to me, then I thought, oh, this will be really awesome because the show can move with you through phases, just like you mentioned. And what's actually really interesting, a few people have told me lately that they've gone back and listened to old episodes that they've like heard a year or two ago. And because they're in a different phase of their life, the information hits them differently. And I think that's the beauty of this kind of work and being in the personal development space is you can hear the same messages 13 times 
on 13 different days and you'll interpret it 13 different ways. And so that's kind of what has happened to me with affirmations. So thank you so much, Guild Lover, for your review and letting us know how the show has impacted you. And congratulations on being Shameless Mom of the Week. And now I want to kind of shift into this transformation that I've had around affirmations. So affirmations have hit me in different ways over the years. And a few years ago, I tried to start writing affirmations in the morning. I was working through Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning, which I really love that book. I think it's a great resource. Definitely check it out if you're working on integration of morning routines. So here's the thing. I'll give you like the quick and dirty. Hal Elrod has this six step protocol that you implement every morning for your miracle morning routine. And he ideally says that you do it over the course of an hour. I was inspired to come up with something that was a little more manageable for moms. So I created the 15 minute manifest. So if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15 mm for minute manifest, then you can get my version of a really hands on morning practice that only takes 15 minutes. You could actually make it take even less than that. But I think ideally it takes about 15 minutes and it incorporates three different steps. Hal's incorporated six steps. So what happened when I was incorporating Hal's six steps of his morning routines, I found that some of them really spoke to me and others did not. And so when I was doing my own 15 minute manifest and creating it for all of you with all of you in mind, I took the pieces that really spoke to me and still do and put that into something that you all could implement really simply, really easily every single morning. So that's my 15 minute manifest. One of the pieces from Hal's morning practice that he talked about was affirmations. And I did not include this in my 15 minute manifest because at the time when I created it, this was not working for me. And I was like, I'm just not into this. And so as part of Hal's practice, he had suggested using affirmations. And he even gave, I think, a couple examples in his book. And I had taken one of them. And it was like this big, long paragraph. And he said to read it out loud. So every morning I was like sitting on the couch reading this paragraph to myself and it just felt super cheesy. It was like someone else's words. It felt just really corny. It didn't feel authentic to me. It just was like not in my voice, not my style. So after a while, I was like, I'm just not doing that part anymore. (laughs) And I stopped doing the affirmations. Well, then about a year ago, I was like, okay, I really want to get back into this. And I've heard people talk about how affirmations can really impact their life. And so if you're not familiar, using affirmations is basically when you like write something down repeatedly or tell yourself like a mantra over and over and over until it comes true or until you really fully embrace it and believe it. And so I thought, okay, I need to do this in a different way. I want to do this in a way that speaks to me and feels more authentic to me. So what I did is I brainstormed a list as part of my morning routine, which includes writing every morning. I decided to brainstorm a list of affirmations. And I will tell you, this felt big and hard and weird and scary because the affirmations were things like, I have a seven-figure book deal. Like, I don't know the first thing about having a seven-figure book deal. I don't even know how to have like a one-figure book deal. (laughs) I don't know how to go back into a book deal at all. So writing some of these things down felt really, really like big and audacious but it also felt kind of cool. And so what I did is I brainstormed this big list without any judgment. I was like, I'm just going to make a big list. And then I'm going to kind of go through and pick out the ones that really speak to me and use those as my ongoing affirmations that I write every single morning as part of my morning routine. So I did that like a year ago. And it's been really, really cool to see what the integration of that practice has been like in my life. So I'm going to explain to you why affirmations work, and then I'm going to explain to you how you can go about creating your own. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence 
whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. So the way they work, it's very much like a vision board. And basically, anytime you write something down or put something in a picture in front of you, or anything like that, you're putting out this intention to the universe. And some people might be like, I'm sending this up to God. Other people might say it's to the universe. Other people might not attach it to anything bigger than yourself, but it's just like your own thought processing. All of that is fine. Like any of the above works, whatever works for you. So what happens in your subconscious is regardless of like who you're sending this stuff up to, to help you or support you, or if you're just keeping it like in your own head and heart, the subconscious mind internalizes the messages that you write down. So if you are repeatedly writing the same thing every single day, so maybe one of them is like you write down like, I am calm and patient with my kids. And maybe you write that down every single day. When you write that down every day, or you have that in front of you on a post-it note, you are internalizing this message subconsciously over the course of the day so that when you do feel yourself starting to fall apart, starting to lose it, starting to scream, you think, oh wait, no, I am calm and patient with my kids. And you go back to that affirmation and you hold on to it. And so it becomes a catalyst for changing your behavior. And it becomes a catalyst for changing your belief systems around your behavior as well. And so you start to have beliefs around what behaviors you are capable of, and kind of what levels you can take behaviors to in terms of levels of success and levels of, you know, going after your dreams and going from dreaming to doing really is what it's all about from just thinking about something and thinking like, oh, that would be so nice to have a lake cabin to actually having the lake cabin. And so if you've watched the movie, The Secret, they talk a lot about this. And it's, it's a lot about the law of attraction and being really specific and intentional about your desires and putting them in front of yourself with pictures and words and things like that. So there's some science around this that does show that it works. And here's the thing with all of this is like, even if it doesn't fully work all the time, or even if you write down 10 affirmations and only three of them come true, 
But those three things wouldn't have probably otherwise come true. And so the power of that is like, what if only three things come true? That's three big things that came true that could have changed your life. So I think that there's no harm in doing this. And I think the potential for a really positive, powerful outcome is really high. So that's kind of the idea behind the concept, the philosophy behind the concept and why writing down affirmations can be very supportive to reaching bigger goals in life. So now I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to write affirmations and how to just get this process started. Because just to like open up a blank page in a notebook or to open up a Word doc might seem a little daunting. And especially if you're someone, if you're perfectionistic and kind of type A and kind of a control freak, and you like things that are really structured and planned and organized, writing down affirmations feels super weird. (laughs) Like it does not feel concrete, tactical, like... It feels fake. And that's, I think, what my initial struggle was, where I was like, this just feels fake when I tried to do it a couple of years ago or a few years ago. So now I do it in a way that doesn't feel fake. It really feels like I am focusing on things that I really, truly believe I can attain. And I have a lot of confidence behind them rather than just feeling like I'm like playing with someone else's cookie cutters. So here's nine steps to coming up with your affirmations. So the first is to brainstorm a big list. So just like brainstorm a big list of things that you want to be true in your life right now and write them all down in present tense. So it might be like, I'm a seven figure earner or I'm a six figure earner. I quit my job at the whatever place. And now I own my own business or I quit my job here and I stay at home with my kids or I don't stay at home with my kids. Maybe you stay home now and you're wanting to go back into the workforce. So I no longer stay home with my kids. I am a fourth grade teacher. I no longer stay home with my kids. I'm back in my legal practice, whatever that might be for you. So you just brainstorm this big list and they can be career oriented. They can be athletic oriented. They can be things like I work out six days a week or I eat vegetables every single day or I go to bed at 10 p.m. So they can be anything on the spectrum of like tactical kind of daily achievement kinds of things all the way to like very high level, bigger, more less specific concepts. And so I know I've heard people say like, I'm the most positive person I know, or I'm an amazing mother. I say get as specific as possible. So like, if you're going to say I'm an amazing mother, what does that mean? You know, I'm a patient mom. I'm a loving wife. I'm thoughtful in my words. I am loving toward my partner, those kinds of things. So being as specific as you can. My partner and I have date night once a week. My partner and I go on two solo vacations a year without kids. Things like that where it's like pretty specific. And again, you don't have to know how these things are going to happen at all. You're just brainstorming a list right now. So you brainstorm this big list and you're going to see what feels good because some of these things you're going to be like, yeah, that feels good. Other things you're going to be like, that feels weird. And then other things you're going to think that just feels really scary. I don't even know how to start on that thing. Kind of terrified by it. But it would be really cool if it happened, but I don't really know where to begin. So when you're done with this whole list, you might have a list of 20 or so things. I want you to go through and be like the things that are obvious to you, like, yes, that's what I want more of in my life. Those are automatically on the list. You write those down, you add them to your daily list. The things that don't really resonate, don't put them on there yet. Go to the scary things, the things that are scary. So one of my scary things is I give $50,000 a year to charity. So that's one of my scary affirmations. I don't have the money to give $50,000 a year to charity, but how cool would that be? And that's a little nerve wracking because for me to think if I can give $50,000 a year to charity, I need to be making like way more money. It's like a two for one kind of an affirmation. Like if I make enough money to give 50 grand a year to charity, then I need to like also have an affirmation about making way more money. So find the ones that are scary to you 
and put those on the list. Don't shy away from putting scary affirmations on your list because here's the thing. When you write them down over and over every single day, they don't seem so scary anymore. The mine used to seem scary. In fact, there was ones I didn't like to write down for a while. I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't write this. And now all of them, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm all in on all the goals. I'm all in on the seven-figure book deal. No clue how it's going to happen, but I'm all in. I'm going to write it down every day. And I might write it down every day for 20 years. Who knows? That's okay. I'm going to write it down. And now just from writing it down over the course of a year, I feel way better about like, sure, this could totally happen. When I first wrote it down, I was like, oh, I don't know. It <laughs> seems like a bit of a stretch. So it changes your perspective and your perception of really like how much power you think you have in your own life. So number two, you're going to include the scary items, like I mentioned. You're also going to include some more easily attainable items. Now, this doesn't mean you include easy things, but things that you know you can be working on on a regular basis. So things around like, I'm a patient mom, or I exercise five days a week, or things like that, where you're like, I know that I can do that. I'm capable of doing that. I just need to like be a little more thoughtful, intentional, and um, goal-oriented around that thing in my life. So then you're going to go to number three. Number three is make sure that you really feel each item. So for me, I had originally written some things down based on some stuff that I'd seen other people write down. And I was like, I don't really feel this. Like it doesn't speak to me that much. It's like what someone quote unquote should put on an affirmation list, but it doesn't really speak to me. So I'm taking it off. I'm not going to write that down every day. I want to make space for the things that really speak to me. And I don't want a super long list. So right now I have 13 things on my list, which actually I do feel like is a little too long. And I don't have room for more extra stuff. So really only put things on your list of affirmations that you really feel that like are significant to you in some way. Number four, write in a context that speaks to your core values. And so for me, what this meant is when I first started writing these down, I found myself writing a bunch of stuff that was like all about success and achievement. And it felt definitely a little too egocentric initially. And I was like, I don't need this to be like, I'm a seven figure earner. I have a seven figure book deal. I have 10 million downloads. Like I was like, this just feels like I'm trying to build something with me right in the middle of it with a bunch of people like at arm's length. And kind of it felt like, I don't know, it felt like too money-based or fame-based or something. I don't know. It wasn't speaking to me the way that each one of the affirmations that I had written, I really liked, but I didn't like the way they all came together. So I was like, okay, I need to shift the context on some of these. So what I did is I added in things that speak about being of service to other people. So along the lines of like, I give $50,000 to charity every year. That meant a lot to me. Or I impact 10 million mamas through the Shameless Mom Academy. That feels better to me than I have 10 million downloads. So starting something with like, I have this, I get this, it's like all about me. That didn't feel good to me. So I started shifting it a little bit. I've impacted 10 million moms in the Shameless Mom Academy. Like that feels really, really cool to me to know that I've helped that many people. So I changed the context a little bit and the wording a little bit on some of my affirmations so that they just felt more in alignment with my core values. So that they weren't all just about like me getting all this stuff because that wasn't really what the exercise was about for me. Maybe that is what it's about for you and that's fine. They can be whatever you want them to be. But just be conscientious about, again, what feels good to you, what speaks to your own core values and the direction that you want to be heading. Number five, write everything in present tense as if it's already happened. So if you want to be on Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast, then you write, I have been interviewed by Oprah in Super Soul Conversations. I am on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday stage. So you write things in present tense rather than I am going to be someday. 
if that makes sense. Not like in five years, I'm going to do this. Not in 10 years, I'm going to do this. Not someday when someone, it's all I'm doing this right now. I am a seven figure earner. I currently give $50,000 a year to charity. So you write them all in present tense, which feels weird initially. It feels super, super weird, but it matters because you don't want to be creating this subconscious thought pattern that these are things you're doing way down the line. You want to be creating subconscious thought patterns that these are things you're actively doing right now. You are living as if you already do this. So I will tell you when I have an affirmation that I give $50,000 a year to charity, it makes me more generous in charity in my daily life right now. So like just from writing that down, I'm more generous to people and how I buy. So I often will buy if there's someone standing outside the grocery store, someone impacted by homelessness, I will often say like, Hey, can I get you a sandwich? Can I get you a coffee? Like just being more generally charitable is a result of me writing down this affirmation every day, even though I'm not at the point that I can give $50,000 a year to charity. So when you write things down in the present tense, you start to behave as if you are that person already, rather than waiting for that to happen. And when you behave as if you are already that person, then you are way more likely to become that person much, much more quickly. So if I write down, I'm a seven figure earner, I will tell you now, I make decisions as if I'm a seven figure earner already, even though I'm not. So this becomes really clear when you have to make decisions around things, what shoes do you want to fill? What is in alignment with your core values? What do you stand for? Who do you stand up for? How do you serve others? What are you actually working toward? Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. So now 
I get really clear on, like the other day I have this shirt from Target that's, it was $7 and it doesn't fit. And I was like, I need to go return this shirt. And it was in the middle of a super busy week. And I was like, wait a minute, am I going to drive to Target? It will take me at least an hour, probably an hour and a half to drive to Target, return it. I'll probably get like sucked in and buy some other stuff. Like, so I'll get distracted to return a $7 shirt. And then I was like, wait, no, a seven figure earner doesn't return a $7 shirt to Target. They donate it to charity or they give it to like their neighbor that it'll look cute on or whatever. So not saying that like I would do this with something that's $700, but for a $7 shirt, I'm not going to take an hour and a half out of my day to go return it when I could do something else with it that provides value to someone else and doesn't disrupt my day. So that my coach, Rachel Rogers would say that's million dollar behavior. So I'm living million dollar behavior already. I'm living being as charitable as possible already. Number six is you write down your affirmations every damn day. And so you write them down because that is how you internalize them. That's how you get this underlying sense of power around them, that these things are actually in the process of coming true. They're not things that are going to come true in five years or 10 years or maybe 20 years down the road. They are things that are actively in process right now. So you write them down every single day, reminding yourself that this is already who I am. I am already this person who is capable of these things, who's actively working toward these things, who is fully ready to own and embrace these things. Number seven is that you are open to changing your affirmations over time. So this has been an interesting one. I would be love to know if this happens to you if, after you do this exercise. After writing down affirmations, I felt a little bit like oh crap, like I have to work toward these things forever. And I felt like I spent a lot of time picking like the exact best ones and what was perfect and all this stuff. And then it occurred to me after a few months, I was like, oh, I could just change one of them at any time. (laughs) This is like how hyper-focused I get sometimes. It hadn't occurred to me that I could change one. So I had one that kind of didn't speak to me anymore. And it was actually related to someone I wanted to have on the show. And I was like, I don't know that that matters that much to me anymore. So I was like, maybe I should take that off because sure, like if this person wants to come on the show, that's great. But the reason for me wanting to have that person on the show, it wasn't nearly as important as I thought it was. And there was actually other things that were more important to me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to put something else on there. So instead I added that I host live events and I'm hosting my first live event in 2019. And I made that happen. And I took off this other thing that just kind of seemed like insignificant after a while. It didn't speak to me anymore. So know that you can change things over time. You can change your affirmations. You can take things off for any reason. You're in charge, right? I thought there was like these rules of the universe or something that like you weren't allowed to take things off until they happened, even if you no longer cared if they happened, which is really ridiculous. Like, as I say this out loud, I realize that sounds so dumb, but that's like, how I was thinking about it. So you can change them at any time. They are always editable. Number eight is replace items once you've accomplished them. So I will tell you, I recently accomplished two things on my affirmation list that had to do with hosting my first live event and launching a new program. So I launched Tenacious Mamas at Shameless MomCon. It sold out immediately. And I came home and I was like, I get to take two things off my affirmations list. But then I was like, oh, but I like want to see them on there still. (laughs) I'm attached to these things. And I also, it was fun to see them crossed out. Like I wanted to just keep seeing them crossed out every day. But no, the thing is I had to take them off the list. So I crossed them out once, but then I had to take them off the list because I had to make room for something else. And this is the big thing. When you reach something, when something actually happens, you have to take it off the list to make space for your future. You know how much I love this concept of making space for your future. So when you have an affirmation that you've made come true, that you've made active in your life in the present tense for real, in real life, you have to take it off the list and make space for something else. 
And then you get to put something else on the list that's scary, right? So I had to do this. I was like, crap, I have to come up with two more affirmations now. What do I even want now that I've accomplished these two things? So that is really important that you're ready to make replacements and you're not just staring at a list of things with things crossed off, that you are actively removing things so that you can add more things on. And then number nine is, so not only keeping things open to change over time, but knowing who you are, things are going to change for you. And so really stay attentive to your affirmations and edit them as needed. So one of the things that happened to me after this winter is one of my affirmations that I wrote down every day was that we have a lake house. And I was writing this down and writing this down. And after this winter, I was like, you know, I still want a lake house, but we had such a great winter skiing. And we stayed at this cabin on the Yakima River over midwinter break. And it was so much fun. And I thought, you know, my dream about living on a lake isn't really necessarily only about the lake. It might also be about the mountains. Crap. Okay. So now I have to edit this. Now I have to shift this affirmation. So the affirmation had changed. So now my affirmation, instead of saying we have a lake house, my affirmation says we have a cabin. And so I know for me that the cabin is a place that we can enjoy in the winter and the summer. And that changes things because previously I was looking at cabins and lakes around this area that weren't necessarily super close to mountains. And that's changed and that's shifted. So be open to editing things and changing things, taking things off over time. Other things I've changed is one of the things I had on there for a long time was I have a team of four. I've actually had this happen a few times. I realized one day I was like, Oh wait, I already have a team of four. I was like, I have my producer, Christy and shout out to Christy. Who's probably going to hear this when she's editing. So down in Florida, I have my assistant Christy, who's up here in Seattle. Then I have my other assistant, Katie also up here in Seattle. And then I actually have my husband who does my graphic design work. I have another guy, Mitt, who does more behind the scenes design work and like a uh, web development work for me. And then my husband works with this other woman, Jess, who does some of my development stuff as well. So I was like, I already have a team of more than four people. Like, and I've probably even forgotten someone just in saying all that. So I didn't even realize that I had already made it happen. So then I was like, okay, I need to uplevel this. I need to have a full-time team of four. I need to have four people who support the Shameless Mom Academy 40 hours a week. That feels big. That feels big and scary because that means that I have to give up a lot of control. That means I have to be in charge of a lot of paychecks, but that also feels like what needs to happen for a lot of these other goals to happen. So I had to edit that one. So really be aware of how you might need to edit and shift things as you move through all this. Okay. So was this helpful? I want to know. I want to see pictures of your affirmations. I want to know what they are. And the more you share these out, the more likely they are to happen. Now, if you don't want to post them on, you know, on your personal Facebook page, if you want to share these in our private Facebook group over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook, feel free to do that. We would love to see them over there. If you want to message them to me on Instagram or tag me on Instagram in your stories, I would love to see your affirmations. I think it's really, really powerful to share them with other people, even if you do that in kind of a semi-private context, but it's really, really powerful. And here's what's going to happen. When you start writing these down, I'm telling you, you're going to have imposter syndrome initially. You're going to feel like, what? Like this can't happen to me. It's going to feel kind of ridiculous. So you have to do it in a way that speaks to you. So my format, my formula might only 80% speak to you. Like edit this, shift it up as much as you need to. And then you also have to 
really lean into it and repeat it over and over and over. And I will tell you that the comfort comes. It's going to feel super weird, especially if you are not like a woo-woo person at all, which I am historically not much of a woo-woo person. I'm becoming more woo-woo as I get older. But it's going to feel really weird and really uncomfortable. And it might even feel kind of like BS in the beginning. But you're going to start to feel things shift and you're going to start to feel a lot of power behind your ability to make your dreams come true. And that's where I think the power in this is, is that you start to see yourself as someone who can actually make these things happen, even if you don't know the specific steps. And that's the beauty is that you don't have to know the specific steps. I don't have to know 18 steps to how I'm going to be able to give $50,000 to charity. I just have to know that that's the direction I'm going. The steps will make themselves clear over time. And they already have started making themselves clear. So I want you to think about how that can look for you and what feels good for you. Also being really aware of how your affirmations can impact the way you interact with the world. So a lot of times, you know, these might be very achievement focused affirmations, but I want you to also think about how some of them can be more about your interpersonal relationships. So how they might be around things like I prioritize my marriage over work, or I prioritize, you know, bedtime routines over social media, or, you know, I read to my child for 15 minutes a day, or I talk to my husband for 30 minutes after the kids are in bed at night. So they might be really things along those lines where you are more intentional about relationships, not just about achievement. And that can be a challenge. If you're a high achiever person like me, sometimes that can be a challenge. Like it gets really fun for me to do the achievement stuff. And sometimes I have to step back and look a little bit more about the relationship stuff. What do I want my relationships to look like? How do I want that to play out? And how do I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing those things in ways that feel really good as well? So I hope this was helpful. I want to see your affirmations. Send them to me. Tag me. Let me know what is going to happen in your life. I can't wait to hear all about it or see all about it. And I know that writing these affirmations are going to make powerful, profound truths happen in your life. And I can't wait to be a part of it. So I hope this was helpful. I want you to share this out with people who maybe need a little support right now and could benefit from creating affirmations to turn their lives around or lift their lives up. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.